0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Today we got quite a concerning WhatsApp message from Pamela. Pamela saying that her name is spelled incorrectly as well as her ID number is also incorrect in her mother's will, uh, on her mother's will rather. And the mom just died deepest condolences, but we need to find out from Alma Gumbo, a fiduciary consultant, what all of this means. Alma, a good, a very good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Good morning, Domi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to share knowledge. And of course, happy World Week to everybody that's listening.
0: So this is a very common mistake, right, where people's names are incorrect or an ID number is missing from the total uh, ID number series. So what must Pamela do in, such a, in, in, in this instance? How do such mistakes affect the will and will Pamela be able to get her inheritance? Just as a start, the general
1: principle is that there is in, in the will any beneficiary mentioned in the will must be sufficiently identifiable so this means that if say for example your name is spelled incorrectly uh-huh. or maybe one or two digits in your ID number are also incorrect you it's not, it's not a train smash. It doesn't disqualify you from inheriting. As long as we are still able to identify that indeed it is you, you are the beneficiary that the test data or the testatrix intended uh, to benefit in that will. So it would be a different instance if, say, for example, maybe the testatrix or the test data knows two donkeys. Yeah. Your initials are the same. Your surname is the same. Maybe yeah. the only thing that differs is the middle name. And then maybe in the will, um, it's just spelled in Dombey but without the middle name. I see. Then it will become a bit ambiguous and a bit vague. So in such an instance, then we would have to take extra measures to try and ascertain who exactly which of the two Dombies was meant to inherit. But if if it's just a, a, a spelling mistake or a mistake in your ID number, it's not a train smash. Because if, usually how it happens is that if um, you claim that you are the person that is meant to inherit and you know your name was spelled incorrectly, uh, the other as in the estate could contend. Oh. So that would be the start of us making an inquiry. But if you can produce your identity document and we can see that, okay, There was an error here um, in the ID number or in spelling your name, but Mm. looking at face value from what we can see, and no one has come forward to say, it it absolutely cannot be be," done." then we will proceed. So as long as we take reasonable care to ensure that we identify the heirs properly and, you know, we do just basic compliance, to mitigate risk and to ensure that we play our part as administrators of the estate or as the executor, then you have no reason to worry. Only if you know we really cannot tell if really this is you from that mistake in the will, and that also, um, you know, if you if you take the time to approach a professional to assist you with drafting the will, it mitigates it minimises the risk of mistakes like this because it's not in, in all instances where the mistake will be minor. Mm. Sometimes the mistake will be so much uh, that you would either, one, have to end up taking the court route in order to, to receive some type of guidance from the court, yeah. or um, we might end up, you know, writing off that clause in the will and at that dealing with that portion that was um, equipped to you in terms of the rules of interstate succession. And that would be very unfortunate for yeah. everybody else, mentioning the will to get their inheritance, but the clause that relates to your inheritance, you know, is, is regarded as void and then we have to administer that portion in terms of interstate succession.
0: Alma, you mentioned an identification process that needs to take place um, in order to uh, validate the person who is mentioned um, on on the will. What is that process? Can you can you take us through it? Well, so usually,
1: say for example, there's a will. And now this person has passed away. We've got the will uh, in our vault or in our safe. Mm. First things first, we reach out to the next of kin because when you go and you get a will done, usually we want to take in as many details as we can. You know, we try to do a statement of assets and liabilities so that we know what your estate. In total, it looks like what are your assets, uh, what you're spending in terms of your liability. Do you have sufficient liquidity to cater to the assets that you currently have? Mm. Um, and then also we want to take contact details of your next of kin. So say now you've passed away, the first step is to contact your next of kin. right? Or maybe your next of kin will proactively contact us and say, ah, but this person has not passed away. Yeah. Then there, um from with the person that we made contact with, then we would ask, okay, uh, is this person here? Is this person here? Okay. Uh, we would like to please meet with them on this day and kindly bring your, your ID. And then that's how... We now share the I information see. with the world because when we read the will initially, it's not a public document at yet. Yeah. So we can only disclose the contents to the heirs of the estate and all they have to do is bring their identity documents, whether it's a birth certificate, an ID or a passport, you know, and at face value, that should suffice mm. uh, to identify you as the heir.
0: How important, uh, what important information rather must one include in their will? You mentioned, you know, uh, people bringing their uh, birth certificates and their um, identification when it comes to the reading of the will. Is that information important to be included in the will?
1: Uh, So, usually, just as a, I think we try to apply the principle of, there being sufficient details, you know, in terms of ensuring that we identify the assets mm-hmm. that you are receiving and also the heirs whom you want to inherit. So we usually prefer to put the full name and the ID number, or at least the date of birth, so that over and above just having the name of the person or the organisation, we also have just a bit more in case there are, you know, organisations or oh, persons sure. with a similar name. But you ask such a good question, what important things we must include in your will? So I'll just start with the basic requirements in terms of Section 1 of the Will Act, right? Number one, your will must be in writing, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, You can't say, I have a a trusted loved one, my kin that I trust with my life, and I've told them all my wishes. It won't work. We need your will to be in writing. It can be handwritten or it can be typed out. Mm -hmm. And remember... And South African law does not accept electronic signatures uh, on document such as will, So we need you to sign using a pen. If, say, for example, you are an illiterate person or you, you don't have hands, your hands have been amputated, or for some reason or the other you don't have use of your hands, mm. and so you can't sign, you can always ask another person to sign for you, right? maybe your spouse or a friend that you trust. But the condition here is that whoever will be signing on your behalf, number one, the signing must be done in the presence of a commissioner of oath. Mm -hmm. Number two, that person cannot be mentioned anywhere else in the will, meaning the person who is signing for you they cannot be nominated as a secretary. I see. They cannot be an heir. They cannot be nominated nominated as a guardian, or that they I can be the signed, right? And then also very important for the listeners to know is that if, say, for example, you are signing using a mark, like especially you know with our elders, uh, they still sign using an egg yes. or using a thumbprint. So there, a commissioner of oaths must be present. Right, uh, so that the commissioner can certify can because there's a certificate that will be attached to your will uh, to confirm that indeed the contents of the will were read for you and you verified or you confirmed that the, the contents are correct and that this is your intention. Mm. So that oh, will be, yes.
0: Alma, unfortunately, we don't have that much time and I'd like us to, uh, you know, wrap up the interview quickly. Can you please give us contact details because uh, there's someone listening right now and has been thinking of uh, writing a will or someone who actually wants you maybe to review the will because there's potential mistakes and they don't want to have a situation where there's a back and forth um, in, in, in and out of the court should they pass away. They want to make sure that their loved ones are taken care of and they know exactly what they're entitled uh, too. So where can they get a hold of you to ask all these frequently asked questions, one of them being how much a will costs, etc. Where do mm-hmm. we get a hold of you, Alma, so you can answer those questions for us?
1: Well, we have a WhatsApp line, it's available 24 hours for people to send messages or voice
0: notes.
1: Mm-hmm. The number
0: is 078-943- 078- 07 9. Yes. Seven, three, two, nine. Seven, three, two, nine. One more time. Zero, seven, eight. Yes. Nine, three, three. Yes. Seven, three, two, nine. Fantastic. And this is a 24-hour WhatsApp line.
1: Yes, ma'am. That's Thank correct. you.
0: Thank you so much, Alma. Uh, this was really a very educational chat for me. I learned a lot. And I need to go and see if everybody's name is spelled correctly on my will. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for having me. And please everybody take advantage of World Week participating law firms are drafting wills for free. That's so even fantastic. if you don't have
0: money, this week is a great opportunity for you. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. We just had a chat with Alma Gumbo, fiduciary consultant saying take advantage of Wills Week. A lot of organizations uh, are giving you an option or rather an opportunity to draft a will for absolutely free. But you can contact Alma on this uh, 24-hour WhatsApp line zero seven eight nine four. 437329. Let's go check our wills and see if people's names are spelled correctly. Radio 2000 podcast.